And this could not get any weirder. Spider-Ham. It can get weirder. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, only in theaters. From the creators of the Emoji Movie is what I honestly feel is one of the best animated movies in the last several years. It's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's about Miles Morales, a young up-and-coming Spider-Man in his universe where uh, the, the universes collide and then there's other Spider-Mans from different universes, like one that's a Spider-Lolly and a spider uh, Batman and Spider-Pig and they all come together and they had to save the day and what you guys think cuz I thought it was f fucking amazing like no joke it's one of the best animated movies in the last several years best movie of 2018 uh, yeah I agree with that actually for sure Spider-Daddy was the best oh. there was a lot of stuff that came out in 2018 though Nick we had we had this discussion didn't we like, yeah, like yeah. we were like we were like wait a minute what came out this year? Yeah. Okay, well, my expectations were really low because I accidentally walked in the theater for The Grinch. And I'm like, oh, this oh. is depressing. Oh, wait, no, this is Spider-Man. I did, but no, I got there early on accident. And I walked in the theater for The Grinch. I Shane, the you literally one. were the last one to get to the theater. And I was like, can you hold my food? I know, I, it's because I walked in the theater for The Grinch. No, you didn't. <laughs> it actually happened. Anyways, it was depressing. But yeah, Spider-Man was great. Mm -hmm. I had a bad experience at the theater. Uh, I saw it in 3D, which I might touch on later, but they gave us the wrong 3D glasses. So uh -oh. they started they started showing 3D trailers and everyone's like, what the heck? These glasses don't work. So half the theater just leaves for like a minute to get the right pair of glasses and then comes back. <laughs> I was going to say half the theater just left and didn't come back. <laughs> yeah. There's multiple pairs of like 3D glasses. I mean, I yeah. guess there's a difference between IMAX like and 3D. But the movie. Look... I, th I feel like this is going to be regarded as a classic years down the line, you know? I think as animation fans, it'd be hard to not regard this as the best Spider-Man film just because yeah. of, like, all the animation tactics it implements. Mm-hmm. And it just has a really solid story. It it does not pull any punches, which we can get into later, but, like, I feel as if this movie, every time it had a chance to, like, kick you in the balls, it kicks you in the balls. Yeah, this is by far the most intense PG-rated film I've ever seen. Oh, not only story-wise, but also visually. I went to see the movie with uh, Neska here and my Sundere friend, and they both love... You mean my Sundere girlfriend? Shh, shut up. And they both love Spider Daddy, but I, I didn't like any... I, I didn't want to bone any characters. Liar. Since... Yeah. Shut up, no. Jesus Christ. Fine. This is so, a goddamn mess already. There's things that aren't true. It's sad. No. Well, do you think there's actually going to be a sequel? Like, how would they if do that? Already confirm one. Yeah. Oh, they there's a, there's a sequel and an all-female spinoff coming out. That one has been <laughs> confirmed. Get ready to hear the complaints about that in two years, the spinoff. Would anyone complain Can... about Spider-Gwen? Because she one of the best characters in the movie. <laughs> I, I mean, she was she a student. Was. She but was a student, but she was a fake student. Community, Kevin, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was confused by her, because I'm like, wait, is there two? At first I thought there was two. When yeah, I thought there going to be two going into it. They, they quickly explain yeah. that. Yeah, no. Um, they, okay, they, she's like, I wanted to go to the school, so I did. They explain it, but like not in a good way. It's like, my spider sense told me to come here. I'm like, wait, but how did you like get inside this? I know, like, and then she's just going to chill there until something happens. She went to the I, forest. <laughs> I don't know. Who cares? What ifs? Uh, I like how they all went to the square. That was cool. Honest, honestly, 
that that's another thing this movie feels like it was being edited into the 11th hour because like spider gwen the uh penny parker thing this movie was paced so fast because it's just like they had to get so much shit in and i feel like it would have been a stronger movie had they just focused on like gwen peter and uh miles and left the other three away there's an entire scene from the first two trailers that was completely cut Oh the, yeah, uh, scene with Miles that. talking with Daddy Parker in the subway after night after dark, and mm-hmm. there was you know they completely cut that, and I don't know if it was reworked. You can definitely tell that uh, the animation took a long time to make because a lot of the shots in the first teaser were was, minor details were moved around to for story purposes. Also, I guess the animation might not have been completely finished considering they started advertising it like a year ago. Hmm. All right, just to make sure I pulled it up, there was about 10 to 12 minutes of finished animation cut from Into the Spider-Verse that will wind up on home video. Oh, Oh, wow. Finished? Yeah, that's pretty much confirms it because I don't think, like, if you look at, like, something like The Incredibles, for instance, or, uh, I I don't know, guess any other Disney movie, like, you rarely, rarely see... uh, like any finished scenes cut from a movie but 10 to 12 minutes is a lot yeah that's a significant amount for any kind of and, film. and, that, and also keep in mind deleted scenes aren't the same thing either especially in animated movies like even in like live action stuff um finished um like deleted scenes won't have a uh, sound mixing or anything so or like it's cgi well yeah even that that like you'll see the special effects green screens you won't hear music or anything you'll just hear like the onset audio usually but like 10 to 12 minutes of finished animation i don't think i've ever heard of that no that's Maybe a lot that's bloopers but... assuming that's true like you will see if, you know yeah yeah assuming it's true but it's also just like that is a that is a lot of footage. yeah yeah, yeah just for reference least... i'll drop it um right here in the chat Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope they maybe rework that back into the movie, like with an extended cut. Um, oh yeah. I feel like the reason why they cut so much is because it just about breaks two hours, and this is one of the longest animated films really out there, um, at least yeah. by modern standards. Like you barely see them way. go over eighty-five. Yeah, and I feel like this film. Ex- it- what I like about it for a younger audience is that it knows how much kids can follow because I feel like most, especially animated films, try to dumb down this plot or runtime because they're afraid kids are going to lose interest. But this film definitely, even with the cut animation, it is a lengthy runtime. It's very meaty because they, they told the story they needed to tell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it, it, it didn't feel like two hours. Like, the pacing, I feel, was perfect. The second time I saw it, it just blew by. Yeah, I'm a guy with a really short attention span when it comes to movies, but I never check my watch once, so that's a good sign. Wait, hold on. You have a watch? <laughs> yes, no. Who I'm... has a watch in this day and age? Is it an Apple Watch? No, it's just a regular watch. Why do you guys suddenly <laughs> care about my watch? <laughs> uh, look at this guy. He has a watch in 2018. Everybody laugh at Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he has a keyboard phone. Loser. Throw the tomatoes. Oh. I'm sorry, guys. I'll just and exit this call using my Blackberry phone. I'm sorry. But without spoiling it, I love all the surprise villains that show up. And of course, the main villain here is Kingpin. 
who looks like freaking Max from uh, Cats Don't Dance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I kind of, I, I'm stuck between whether or not I like it or hate it because it just looks so goofy. No, that, that's intimidating. Just like this gigantic block of a man. Yeah, yeah Kingpin is one thick boy. I'm just saying. Uh, Kingpin's look in this movie was inspired by the Daredevil uh, Love and War comic. Hmm. It's a it's a good design in the comic, but but like the, because he wears an all black suit in the movie, I don't know. It just makes him look like one of those guys from the fucking Kanye West music video. <laughs> <laughs> it would it oh, be a strong Samurai Jack vibe. Like I can see that design of Kingpin strolling up in Samurai Jack. Yeah, yeah, with the the big broad shoulders yeah. and just how it's one single shape. I think I think it was very striking. I don't think it really translated well when he started fighting. Uh, towards the end of the movie, yeah, uh, like he's so know. flexible, like he's just a blob. How's he moving like but, that? Well, okay, the kingpin isn't actually like fat; it's actually all all of its muscle, and he just looks. Yeah, that's like half his character. Is he's just a big ass white dude? Unless you're in the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. Oh my god! <laughs> also support the box office because it's not yeah. doing that hard. Oh man, please, please give this movie is money. It... Wait, is it not doing well? It's doing I all right. It's... Yeah, it made, it made like twelve million opening day. It's got. Uh, I checked. I checked like an hour ago. It's. Damn. It came out number one at the box office opening weekend, which is decent, but it only yeah. made like thirty-five million. So. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it's Spider-Man. Like over time, it's just gonna make tons of money since Spider-Man will forever be relevant and always sell toys and merchandise and things. I saw something on Twitter. It was awesome. It was, the, it was the guy who took the popsicle picture. Like he's like, I was oh, the one who took the picture yes! of that popsicle was in the movie. That was like, whoa! It was yeah, just a god picture. It was in the movie. Like he he thought it was just in the trailer. Yeah, I didn't even like see uh-huh. it. But so um, back to the characters. Something I really loved is that it relies on the general audience being so used to Peter Parker because, especially Peter Parker from uh, the other universe, he's pretty much a self insert of the audience. Like especially during that scene when they uh infiltrate Alchemax. And while Kingpin's playing his plan, Peter's like, oh, okay, I've been through this a thousand times. He's going to say he got 24 hours. And then King was like, you got 24 hours. Like, that. that's how we feel as an audience, because we've seen this so many times. <laughs> like, the stakes, too. They yeah. talked about, like, the stakes were super high, but they were just, like, the normal stakes for a Spider-Man movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so good. I also like how secondary mm-hmm. characters they kind of messed around with. Um, they could have done more with, like anyone outside of peter barker but i kind of like what they did with aunt may she's not in the movie for very long but she has some really good moments just on her own she she i love aunt may she she's just like take it outside and she just started oh, fuck, up yeah. the villains with <laughs> yeah. the hammer okay one thing that needed to happen though aunt may played by rosemary harris from the original mm-hmm. sam raimi movies they should have huh. done that Oh, my God. But they were cowards, so... Originally, they wanted to get uh, Tobey Maguire to play one of the Spider-Mans, but they said, no, that'd be too confusing. But it's heavily implied it, this takes yeah. place in the Tobey Maguire-verse, the Sam Raimi universe. Well, movie. you can argue that it just it's just another universe that's very close to Sam Raimi because yeah. Peter was Bond. <laughs> but um, Aunt May was pretty much just, like, a badass Alfred, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It... it I something that just this movie takes to his advantage is how long Peter has been Spider-Man in this universe. I think, yeah, Miles' universe has only been ten years, but we already have this these established villains, this plethora of suits. He's got a Christmas and, uh, like, album. Everyone sees in like Aunt May. I'm sure MJ. They didn't really explore her character, which I was kind of disappointed by. But I felt, yeah, he has a Christmas album. But with uh, MJ, I do wish you know we had a scene at least from like her uh, or Miles' universe, especially during the whole Kingpin dinner, because. I'm pretty sure she knows, like, 
how scummy mm-hmm. Wilson Fisk is. She's, you know, was married to uh, Peter. So I wonder, like, what was going through her head during that sequence. I, I, that scene with the, the fucking bread. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was like, I was like, I just couldn't watch because it was so embarrassing. Well, it was necessary to, like, just to establish how, like, Peter actually wants to, like, get back to with MJ. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel everyone got uh, enough screen time. Like, it's it's mostly Miles' story, but, like, the side characters, they, they, they do what they need to do. And even Kingpin has a bit of a, like, you know, a setup to his downfall. Yeah, I honestly... Uh, people were Wait, complaining complain like the it? kingpin stuff was like the stuff that people complain most about and i'm like that was fine yeah in my opinion Wait, like his story, like with his family and stuff, because that was like yeah. Cool. Pe- people, people thought it was like very. I mean, poor, it was a bad like. It was just poorly executed. And I'm like, really? No, yeah, I, I mean it was, that, was, that was that was the, that was the story I had the least amount of yeah. problems with. Can we talk about how those giant vents in every Spider-Man thing ever? <laughs> <laughs> giant vents. They they play around with it because when Miles catches up to Peter and Alchemax, like they're they're like squeezed tight, like get out, get out of the vent. Yeah, that was that was funny. That was funny. Also, um, mm-hmm. I get he's like a professional, but Spider Cave kind of goofy. Like I don't know. I think get that out. was the point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the oh. fact that Peter in the other universe wears one Tim and one Chuck Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like that was a good New York touch. <laughs> He's also a bomb. Take it back. I'm Uh, epic. True. All right, kid, listen up. This fry is your universe. It's soggy, it's weird, it's gross. And this delicious normal fry is my universe. So you want to learn to be Spider-Man. Can you teach me? Yes, I can. I feel like um, this... This is going to inspire like some spinoffs like, um, you know, like how Lego movie had like a show for Unikitty and then there's Lego Batman's own movie. Like, I would love to see Noir Batman get his own thing or uh, oh, Noir Batman. Huh? Penny Parker can carry her own show. I'd hopefully because we're in the age right now where like not not just anime inspired shows are popular, but shows that like trip look like anime more than ever before. Like, have you seen the Owl House? They could pull off a Penny Parker anime. Uh, wait, which house? Oh, uh, the Owl House, the upcoming oh. Disney show. Yeah. Oh, that said Loud House. Okay, never yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that's not Defin- anime. Definitely Owl House. Archie is my favorite anime. Yeah. One but, thing um, I liked about this movie is that there's a lot of stuff that's, hey, let's try to sit up, set up an extended universe for spinoffs and stuff. But it never felt like that. Like, yeah. when they introduced all those other characters, um, it's like they all, they're all unique. You know, I want to learn more about them. But also they help um, with the, the-, the themes of the movie. They help pressure miles into kind of becoming uh standing up and uh taking the leap which i think mm-hmm. i think that was a good parallel to the beginning of the movie um where all his teachers are yelling at him uh during the montage at school it's good incorporation yeah yeah not too much has changed even though he's spider-man now did you guys ever watch the incredible crew on cartoon network oh, Every episode I, yeah same I, I have no shame in saying I saw every single episode of Incredible Crew. It lasted like five months. Yeah, because there was yeah. the kid, Shamik Moore, who was on there, and he was in one of my favorite movies, Dope, from 2015. That's a great one. And then he's now Miles Morales in this movie, so it's like, he's really, it's like, He played shit. Miles? He got, yeah, that's the kid who, from Incredible Crew. And Cartoon Network even interviewed him. Like, there's a, a TV spot where he's been in, yeah. being interviewed on Cartoon Network, and it's like, I want the kid to say, hey, didn't you wor- work on a Cartoon Network show? And he's just like... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We don't talk about that. Not a cartoon network show. Yeah. But um, can we please touch about the aesthetic of the film and how it's quite literally the best accurate description of a comic brought to life? Yeah. yeah. 
I'd say so. It looks great. Yeah, like when uh, I liked how, how every time a Spider-Man got introduced or comic book cover like uh, flew on screen or when Miles got bit, it changed to comic panels or uh, just like even how when he's walking uh, through the hall is nervous as like the comic book panels of his thoughts or uh, when they're running through Alchemax and uh, Peter's like selecting a bagel and then later when uh, Miles throws that bagel, when his a guy's head, it says bagel. The sound effect was bagel. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That was, that's a good detail. <laughs> yeah, um, I, speaking of the house fight scene, uh, do y'all know how hard it is? To, yes, uh, I was thinking about that. How to court, you have to, to court. lay out the whole house. Um, you, you had to. They had to basically three D model the living room, the staircase, and that, that's the, the easiest part. That in <laughs> and lay out exactly who was going to go where, uh, where you where you could put things to have people get hit. Um, because with Spider-Man, he interacts with everything around him. So everything's flying around. So yeah, it, it's hard. <laughs> and not, not only that, but you also have to make sure that you can tell who, which character is doing what and where they are in the fight at all times. And you have to be able as a visual director to lead the audience's eye across the screen. You know, it's basic like mise-en-scene and, uh, rule of 180, et cetera. And I never once got lost during that fight. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah i also like notice more details of that fight like more of like different fights going on in the background the second time i watched it and i noticed that each spider has their own different fighting style like you know like I, like we you know we're used to how peter parker fights i feel like spider gwen was a, lot, a little bit more acrobatic if that makes sense spider mm -hmm. hands a lot more cartoony pennies in the mech and spider noir is definitely a lot more hands-on <laughs> like definitely he's just a brawler yeah, he's like put him up Oh, that one line is at the anime where she's like, take it outside, and he's like, we can use the entire ballroom to just dance. Who's that uh, guy with the dual-wielding guns, the blue face guy? That's oh, Tombstone. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. He was in Spectacular Spider-Man, where he became basically the kingpin, because they couldn't use him legally. But yep. yeah, he was another character that was just kind of there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, I remember that... him from the animated series of the 90s, and I was like, I know that guy, I just don't know his name. Yeah, what kind of frust frustrates me about all those secondary villains is that they've never appeared in a Spider-Man movie before, and now there's like a smaller chance that they'll appear after. I mean, I'm, I think they were kind of, they wanted to use, they might use Scorpion in uh, some kind of sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming because he was foreshadowed at the end, but we'll see. I know they announced Mysterio, which I'm excited for because they never done yeah. Mysterio. And I feel Mysterio would be better in this movie than Homecoming, the live action thing. From what they said at Brazil Comic Con, I'm not, I'm very wary of how he's going to be using Far From Home because they're making him like a vigilante superhero <laughs> that Peter teams up with. MCU has taken like bigger risks and they usually paid off like the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. But we know he's evil. <laughs> yeah, but they could do something with it. Like they've done it before. Like the Mandarin, it was like, Oh, he's actually just like this actor the guy hired. If there's a sequel or mm -hmm. a spinoff, what, what do you guys want to see? Because I know that they announced like the, the next uh, sequel to this is going to focus on Miles and uh, Gwen Stacy's relationship. They said they wanted to mm -hmm. put the romance in this first movie, but they took it out, which I'm thankful for since they didn't try to yeah. force it in. It felt a lot more natural, but in an awkward sense. Like it is that awkward teenage interaction. Yeah. Yeah. What, the so, thing that I want to see from this sequel is play around more with the universes. Uh, let's explore all the different universes of these spider people we introduced. 
Let's see mm-hmm. alternate versions of established Spider-Man characters. Let's see different versions of J. Jonah Jameson. Let's see different <laughs> versions of Aunt May. Let's just play around with the alternate universe concept after they've established it. Make it like Family Guy into the multiverse, you know? Oh, my God. Shut <laughs> uh, up. Peter Griffin dressed as Spider-Man. To echo what uh, Nick said, um, in this film, you know, we were grounded to Miles' universe. Like, we we have different scenes, like the flashbacks, the origin stories in different universes, but we don't actually explore them. And I like how they used it to anchor it to Miles still is to have him the one that's, you know, susceptible to glitching out because he's in his own dimension. But in the post credit scene with uh, Spider-Man 2099, Miguel O'Hara, he has a device to time travel through, like, diff- not time travel, but to travel through different realities. So I'm assuming that's... He's going to be the new spider in the next one, and that's how they traverse. I'm hoping that we see different spiders, and that even if there's cameos, this might be how we get a potentially like cameos of a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man or Andrew yes. Garfield Spider-Man. Like, take full advantage of reality hopping and being animated, you know? Because now these actors only have to come in for a cameo, and depending on how you design them, depending on how they channel these characters people like the audience will be able to pick up on that without you know being like super obvious like knock knock this is the spider-man you saw before mm-hmm. and there's I'm also a hoping for like potentially maybe venom like maybe a symbiote yeah venom already has his own movie <laughs> and it was yeah. epic also craven <laughs> i'm always craving for some right, okay hear me out craven the hunter you know he yeah put him in the multiverse Craven is out to like hunt down every single version of Spider-Man there is. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Craven Craven's last hunt, except he goes buck wild with it. Yes. Oh boy. Can they visit a... that universe like where Spider-Man kills Mary Jane like by having sex? Because oh. that's like real. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, when, um, like the, the Peter B. Parker, the schlubby Parker, was talking about his backstory. I for a brief second I thought, wait, are they going to talk about the part where he? kills her with radioactive semen yeah like are they touching on this we're like okay go for it <laughs> my head canon is he's the andrew garfield wait so how many of us are there are we going to talk about the best scene in the movie Huh. there's a lot of those what yes yeah the right, one where okay. he whips out a stick the, the one that i thoroughly enjoyed the most which for some reason they put online but like they edited out some of it was uh miles's suit up scene after mm-hmm. he breaks through the web uh and um what's up dangerous playing and we have like a montage of quotes from throughout the movie as he's simultaneously sitting through the city but we're showing him it shows how he made his suit he goes back to peter's shed aunt may's already waiting for him like took you long enough um he spray paints over uh peter's what i'm assuming was peter's first suit before you grew out of that one and mm-hmm. which i think is you know obviously established earlier miles likes doing graffiti so that was a nice callback and if i feel like it made him being spider-man a bit more of a personal touch than just being the black peter parker which yeah. the movie as a whole accomplishes really well and just him leaping off the building and the glass shatters and we we, we this is the first footage we ever seen in the movie back all the way teacher last year but in context with that music with everything we've been through with the character it just means so much more mm-hmm. and ending it with his comics slamming it like above everyone else's origin story comics completing his origin story bringing it back full circle was nothing short of amazing and i just i love that scene i could watch it over you and could over say again. it was amazing spider-man 
Yeah, I'd rather call it spectacular. It was uncanny, my X man. Could you say it's extraordinary? No. <laughs> what they didn't show is the Monday after, on the 78th floor of the building, they're wondering why there's shattered glass, and somebody has to pay for it. Okay, I was Miles thinking about that. I know, like, it's a move. Like, <laughs> and that's high up, too. Like, if that hits someone, it's going to be, like... Ooh. Really, really yeah. saving. It's going to gain some momentum. I was talking to... Uh one of my friends about that one scene and he's like it's so genius that they flip the camera upside down it's like <laughs> oh he said yeah it's like if albert einstein came back from the dead to direct a movie okay i'm done what oh my god <laughs> that is the worst speaking, analogy i've heard speaking albert speaking of the framing of this damn movie is so great um, the scene where uh, peter is like uh, has to figure out how to get back to his dimension and he's walking on the uh He's like walking down and then across and then up. And it's yeah. just like vis- it's visually telling like uh, Miles going from like asking him to help to begging and then people <laughs> looking down on him. And it's just like what I like, oh, show the guy in the window. Yeah, yeah there's a guy in the window who sees them. He's like, it's fine. What do you mean it's fine? What did I put in this coffee? Look, it's not like another, it's not gonna remember that specific kid, you know. I mean, yeah. if like you see oh, like you... A, a black Spider-Man just like chilling on like the side of your wall, then two days later there's a smart man swinging throughout the city. You might put in two two together. Well, it's like <laughs> who are you gonna tell? It's like I saw this one kid. Everyone. That... Well, I mean, like, what do you tell? I'm just like, it's like you you black... Black... No, I saw this one. We don't know. I saw Can this. I saw this one black child? kid. Oh, so you're racially profiling? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> describe the kid, please. No, but the other no, Spider-Man like... suit is black. So no wait. Okay, but I mean, like, I would like text a group chat, like, yo, there's just like two Spider Men, like, literally walking on the side of my wall, and they're like, don't be silly, Spider Man's dead. And two days later, yo, you see that snap of Spider Man? What'd you put in your coffee, bro? Crap. Like, remember the Sam Raimi mo- movie, the first one, where it's just like hey, Peter's at a wrestling event? Everyone, all those wrestlers knew who Peter was, basically, and no, no one snitched on him. You know? Okay, but, you know, I don't know you mess about with that. one of us, you mess with all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Finish it. Yeah, or like that train scene. Like that train scene. That train scene can happen like today because everyone just had their phones out. Like, I got Spider Man. <laughs> oh, don't ruin this. The kid, those two kids in uh, the scene were Tobey Maguire's nephews or cousins, I think, which is really funny. <laughs> I just thought that was an interesting what? fact. The two kids were like, "We won't tell anybody, Spider Man." He takes off his mask, and they're like, "I have no idea who that is." That's a that's a pet peeve I have, especially in the Sam Raimi Raimi movies. There's a lot of shots of Spider Man standing unmasked on like a rooftop, and just like they looking over me. a huge crowd. And I'm like, dude, why don't you just put on your mask? If someone looks behind you, they're gonna see you. <laughs> well, that was like a complaint everyone brings up about the first movie is that his mask was on all the time, and it just, everyone just compared it to Power Rangers. Okay. That doesn't make it okay. Well, what do you want them to do with Spider-Man? Uh, I want I them to actually have... try. What do you? Okay, how do you fix the problem? How does he not show his face and show he's t- expressing his mouth movements? You know, give him the give him the eyes. Give him oh, the yeah, eyes. Yeah. yeah. Problem problem solved, Dick. Fuck you, man. Instead of a mask, instead of a mask, he literally just has a mustache, and everyone's like Spider-Man. Like they don't recognize it at all. <laughs> no, guys, not Spider-Man. Guys, you're Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> They'll be looking for a guy with a mustache. It's genius. <laughs> That's right. And then one day he starts growing a mustache. Can't be Peter Parker. He's a baby yeah. face. 
He we'll forgets to know. shave, and he's like, fuck, and then they just arrest him. <laughs> Has anyone told he's you just wearing, like, those glasses. <laughs> the glasses with the fake nose and mustache, and that's this mask. We're in, like, a Spider-Man renaissance, and, like, when will it start getting bad again? That's what Yeah, I that's know. a question I have. What do you guys think about this movie compared to all the other Spider-Man movies and all the other cartoons? I mean, as I said earlier, as an animation fan, I feel like it's hard to not have this one be your favorite, like, Spider-Man film. Like, I really love Homecoming and the Sam Raimi movies, and I I feel this is just, like, just keep amping it up and just making these better and better. Yeah, I mean, like, I will say I love Spectacular, and, you know, Spider-Man 3 is the greatest movie of all time. I'm not going to deny that, but, you know. Oh, of course. Yes. Oh, about the Spider-Man movie, I really love the soundtrack too. I love Post Malone's Sunflower. I don't know about that Juice World spot though. <laughs> yeah, when like when everyone's like bullying Miles and like basically runs away and it plays like that Juice World song, I'm like, all right, we don't need yeah. trap music right now. But... I, I love the well, I love the running music. I need to we find the, trap. any of the songs used for the chase sequences. I love that the techno music. Yeah, with the record scratching. Staples song. Yeah. I want that full Vince Staples song. Yeah. I've been looking for it since the first trailer. I want to hear that uh, that song that's used in the fight scene inside the house because it sounded like they am- they used like samples from the 60s Spider-Man theme. Just <laughs> very good. Had that kind of sound to it. If you're going to get that license, you might as well just go all out with it. Yeah. yeah. Speaking like that of 60s Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no matter how many times you get hit, we got to get back up. Yeah, man. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, only in theaters December 14th, rated PG. And that's all for the non-spoiler talk, so overall we really enjoyed the film, but now we're going to get into spoilers, so if you don't want to hear that shit, then get the fuck out. Um, but yeah, the villains, they completely hid Liv Octavius, and when they, I was watching... <laughs> they did, and oh, I sorry. was thankful. Yeah, yeah was like, like just watching that in the theater... You know, you have this night professor, you know, uh, she, we see her earlier in Miles' classroom, just like, all right, who's this goofy and centric upper professor? And then as soon as she said Liv Octavius, I literally gasped. <laughs> Me too. Oh, man, this whole movie was was really great for just like keeping on the edge of your seat kind of deal, like right up until like certain things were exposed throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was a great ride. It was like it a was. roller coaster. I didn't know it was going to happen next. This so movie, cool. see it with a group of friends because um, I just saw it. I took like seven other people with me. And just you could feel we all had like the similar reactions. It's a great time. Great party mm-hmm. movie. I guess this is spoilers, but I'm pretty sure if you know what Miles' story is already, you kind of know this. But the Peter Parker on uh, Mile, in Miles' dimension, we see him like die on screen. We see him get murdered on screen. <laughs> basically i mean i don't know if that's how big of a spoiler that is like if you don't know anything in the movie it's a spoiler but like the venom I mean, post credits that was in the well, teaser I mean, the first, trailer yeah that was yeah. The stone in the teaser trailer yeah and the uh the venom post credit scene is miles walking up to like peter's grave and like i'm sorry mr parker and then other peter was like hey kid yeah now that we're done with our signature uh pan pizza rebel taxi comedy what did you guys think of the movie um it's kind of a hot mess what the fuck? Uh, in, terms uh, of of in terms of the plot, like Miles' story is fine, but like there are weird like things where it like picks up and drops off, and I'm just kind of like, how did this? How did this happen? What's going like, on? What, what happened? Uh, Can you elaborate? If you fucking elaborate, you vile fiend. Yeah, is it just Speak. that one thing in Act Three that you uh, complained to me about last night? 
it was the Penny Parker thing, yes. Yeah. Like, the, like Penny Parker has like no buildup as a character, and in the third act, when I guess again spoilers, but you know, um, her mech gets destroyed, and it's treated as a very heartwarming, like upsetting moment. Like even Spider Ham and Noir like crying with her, and it's like, why do we care about the robot? Oh, she has yeah, the mental you know, with the spider. Oh, well, no, and no, the spider was fine. I mean, uh, no one's got a point, bitch. Well, you see, they called up Sony Pictures. They said, "How many deaths can we have in the movie?" They said one per act. So for that third act, they had to meet that quota. They were like, "Ah, just get rid of the mech; he can come back." Yeah. I was actually talking about this with my friend, who I, I said that I thought it was kind of a confusing emotional moment, but he thought it was supposed to be a comedic moment, what, like a parody <laughs> of anime tropes. Uh, kind of since, yeah, I don't, I don't really see where he's coming from, but they did do some skewing of, uh, the, that kind of thing with Penny Parker. Like every single time she talked, uh, her lips weren't in sync. So I, but that's... I you might've thought it was an extension of that, but I just thought that it came out of nowhere, wasn't built up. And if you didn't know her backstory, which was told in a joke in the movie, uh, you would have been really confused. I mean, I think it was just because in the second act, we see uh, Penny and Spider Rider repair the uh, flash drive. So that was supposed to be our emotional connection. So I do agree with him that, you know, the death, like playing it up so much did kind of just come across as corny and unnecessary. But at the same time, I mean, I automatically like Penny Parker. So I was kind of like, oh, no, not her mech. But uh, yeah, I wasn't bawling. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that it just we have to face the fact that this movie has a lot going on. And especially when there are six major characters, well, three uh, major, three secondary, at least with the no, spider yeah. people, there's a lot, uh, mm -hmm. not a lot of movie to spread around, especially when they're introduced and in, all introduced by like middle of act two or so. Yeah, Spider-Noir, Spider-Ham, and Penny Parker are definitely like just secondary comedic relief. And yeah, a lot of them are uh, one-off gags to an extent. Yeah. I don't yeah. expect him to come back in the sequel. Like, I think the sequel will have Gwen and uh, other Peter, but I don't think the other three will make will return, even though I really like them. I love how fast the city moved on, too. They're like, oh, there's a new Spider-Man. Like, uh, yeah, like this happened over the course of like two days, but by the end, everyone's like, yeah, Spider-Man. Like, guess like, he's shorter oh. now. Like, <laughs> well, hmm, I don't know. I guess maybe the everyone took to heart that thing that MJ was talking about, how. How it's like everyone can be Spider-Man, so they're just thankful, uh, you know, someone's doing something. I mean, I, don't know, I think that's I think just they a saw metaphor. their world get almost destroyed, and now there's a new Spider-Man, and it's like, okay, yeah, their asses are saved now. Yeah, I love the line. It's like I think there's a Banksy, like when they're looking at. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that was, that was <laughs> such a, a random joke in a kids movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This movie does feel a lot like a Phil Lord Chris Miller movie. Like a lot oh, yeah. of the jokes felt hey, structured. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of Phil Lord Chris Miller, did, did did you guys see that that reference to the show they worked on before? I think it's called Clone, uh, yes! Clone High. Like, oh, I got so oh, excited. Yeah. I'm like, it's real. I see it. it I do like how uh, Chris Miller was kind of uh, cheeky about it on social media. Someone was like, "Hey, this means coming back," and he like pointed to something else. The uh, one like the, the water sport thing, I forgot what it was called. The EA EA water polo. Uh yeah, he was like, no one's gonna yeah. be into this being like a major sport. 
Oh. Also, I want to say my favorite joke of the movie is the blink and you'll miss it one. When the scientists pull <laughs> out their lasers and are shooting at Peter, they just go, he grabbed a bagel. Yes. <laughs> I cracked up when I heard it. My favorite joke to the, for, to the movie, which I feel like I was the only one in the theater that got, was a reference to Spider-Man 1, the same Sam Raimi one. There's a part towards, I guess, middle of Act 3 where Spider-Man Noir knocks this person out um, and he says, sleep. Oh my God, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, and I, I went over to my friend and I, I started bugging him and he's like, why? I'm like, that's the Green Goblin thing. The William Defoe <laughs> Green Goblin. <laughs> the Spider Noir, out of like all the secondary spiders, he definitely had the best lines. It was Nicholas just like Cage. nonstop. Nicholas yeah, Cage he, is, is a god. His yeah. delivery definitely perfected it. I wonder if any of those were He played Superman and Spider-Man in one year. This is a good year for him. Oh, yeah. another joke that like I that I was like literally dying is like when he's in the thing for the first time and he meets Spider-Man, he's like, I can help you, I can train you. And then he like dies like 10 minutes later. It's like that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I uh some some of the some of the deaths in this movie, I uh I just started laughing because I wasn't <laughs> sure what kind of reaction I was supposed to get out of that. <laughs> so yeah, like not like <laughs> <laughs> Not like lol, more like oh okay, wow. Like Aaron's laughter. Yeah. So can we please talk about Aaron slash Prowler's art oh in this God. film? Who? So his uncle, Aaron. Oh yeah. AKA the Prowler. So yeah, Miles. Uh, well, and again, this was this is something boilers. I knew. Like I knew of his identity going into this. Same. But um. Yeah, uh, Miles has a great relationship with his uncle. You know, his father, his relationship with his father is pretty strained, but his uncle, you know, he does graffiti with, he can just kick back and relax with. Uh, turns out his he uncle. He gives some advice on girls. Yeah. Hey, that, I like that callback, but um, <laughs> we, we can touch on that in a bit. But uh, yeah, it turns out his uncle's the prowler. And when um, the prowler finds out that the new Spider Man is uh, Miles, uh, Kingpin's like, why aren't you killing him? And you know, you then there's gonna be like this sweet moment where like he helps fight along with the Spider-Man and Kingpin just instantly just nah. pops a cap in his ass. Yeah. yeah. I there just was this like... one moment. Um my friend uh who I, one of my friends I was seeing this with was really into this moment. And when uh the prowler put the mask back on Miles, she thought that uh he was just gonna kill him. Like from that <laughs> That's moment. What I, yeah. too. <laughs> I don't want to look at your short. face while I do yeah, this. Exactly. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Can we, I mean, can we just reiterate that this movie was surprisingly brutal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dark, yeah. And the, um, thing about, um, the thing about the Prowler is that they never hyped it up as like, who's this character going to be like screensaver in uh, Incredibles yeah. 2? It's just like, oh, it's it's that guy. It's like, <laughs> it was never hyped it up. And I feel that's why this works better than screenslaver. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do want to say with a lot of the other villains, they weren't um very developed besides him and kingpin we see the ultimate goblin ultimate universe green goblin who appears for like a second and he dies yeah he's scorpion dies. yeah scorpion <laughs> appears fighting in like two fight scenes but he speaks spanish we know nothing about yeah. him i love that uh, in this fight scene at mace house which is my fi favorite action sequence in that film oh that was fantastic uh, when, when scorpion enters and he's speaking spanish there's a little bubble that says translated from spanish <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, how was that uh, Stan Lee cameo? 
that was so eerily timed yeah yeah i I need to talk about that part actually because uh the most awkward thing happened in the fucking theater what happened um the stanley cameo showed up this little girl turned to her mom and said he died And I, and, I was, and I just turned to my, um, I just turned to Spo, who was watching the movie with me, and I'm like, God damn it. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, Stanley's just... cameo was so great. Yeah, it was such and a nice, like... nice little moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like well, how he said and... he was friends with Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, it's like, that's good, that's that good line alone, you. that line alone, like, made it, like, a indirect good send-off for, like, his cameos, even though that's mm-hmm. not going to be the last one. Yeah. They recorded several hundreds of those for the future. Wait, when is the last one? Like, how many more does he have? I don't think we know. Like, if it's true that they recorded, like, a bunch, like, just in bulk, then probably for a long, long time. But if they were just filming it as the films went on or, like, they, they filmed it up to a certain point, like, they filmed it up to Far From Home, but, like, two years ago, um, then maybe um, we have, like, a bit more. But I, I feel like they're going to end sooner than later. What if they just made a soundboard? How depressing would that be? CGI, just like random phrases. Good job. In Deadpool two, he only he only cameoed as a little mural on the wall. So I imagine they'll they'll draw him in somewhere as a poster or something. That's actually that's perfect. Yeah, I just didn't do anything lame like make Deadpool the new cameo since he's like the fourth wall character. No, no. Like I I don't want to be watching like Avengers five and like Ant Man gets an action come from Deadpool. Oh. And he's like, "Don't you look familiar?" I'm fine. He may have seen me around, and like he winks at the screen. I'm fine. But Deadpool in the MCU, Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> get in here. Just never give him a movie. Just have him do that. No, but like the meta. Was I want. I want, right. I want. Deadpool kills the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Do it. Deadpool. Yeah. These films are PG-13. Off-screen killing. There's an actual so, comic series called Marvel Kills the Marvel Universe. I mean, Deadpool Kills the Marvel <laughs> Universe. No, yeah, I'm aware. There's one Marvel for Punisher, too. Suicide. Marvel, uh, crap. What, what's something that nearly killed Marvel? Bankruptcy. The real world? <laughs> I, love, I love how Marvel almost bankrupted itself because mostly because of, like, co- expensive collector's edition variants that weren't important because they didn't understand what made collector's issues collectors in the first place. Yeah, the word collector's edition mean. nowadays is meaningless. Unless you're a video game. I mean, unless you're Bethesda, in which case, <laughs> yeah. get fucked. Leave them alone. No, I will never leave them alone. No. They Skyrim what they was got. fun. Skyrim was fun. Skyrim they... was eight years ago. I it's remember so... it like it was yesterday. Get out of are here, we... Tom. I remember it with me. Are we going Buy to talk about... Buy my game! Buy my game! Remember <laughs> me? Uh, so yeah, as I mentioned earlier, Spider-Man uh, 2099 or Miguel O'Hara. Uh, he gets this device to travel through the multiverse, and he says to say back to the beginning one more time, another callback, but he goes to uh, Earth-67, a.k.a. Spider-Man 67, and uh, they reenact that pointing-at-each-other meme from the old series, and it's just so good. <laughs> they use memes from Spider-Man, and it's just like, for some reason, it doesn't bother me. It just feel... Because they know. integrate it naturally, and like... The There's another time... meme reference in the credits. Um, one of the shots in the credits is that one, another 60s Spider-Man cartoon meme of him at the desk with his face in the 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 um, the um picture frame, which is like, I just noticed it. I was talking to my friends during the credits, but I also noticed that. 
also like that um in the Alchemax scene they have him sitting at the computer almost perfectly like the uh me yeah yeah similar to that Mm-hmm. You see, like they didn't draw any attention to it. Like the only one that's like super blatant is the pointing one, but it's a post-credit scene, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Plus, also they referenced that should have been the whole movie too. So, no, that's what I just you said. Just made the pointing oh, mean the whole movie. Yes, I didn't. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. You mean you're ignoring? Imagine. It. Imagine an alternate universe where the whole movie was just the pointing meme in every scene, just repeated I'm, with different Spider-Man. I'm fine with that. What if, and it would still be better than the new Spider-Man cartoon. Oh, yeah, because oh, it seems like uh, Marvel and Disney just gave up on TV animation since yeah. we have superhero movies. We don't need superhero TV shows, sadly. And but Can we the talk Spider- about how bizarre it is that Sony Pictures is the one making the great Spider-Man animated film, and Disney is the one making the great live-action Spider-Man film. Yeah. yeah. And neither are making a good TV show of Spider-Man. Well, it's just... Eh. I don't know. Well, I mean, the last Sony good Spider-Man show was spectacular, so, you know, they went yeah. on a high note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but like, it's weird how they're popping things. I think... I have a feeling that Marvel's actually restructuring their animation on TV. That's, I think there was like a report uh, that Roundtable, you guys on the Roundtable, you might have covered like in April or something. Yep, the um, Animation Guild, Steve yes. Blatt. Yeah. I think I did that video. <laughs> yeah, that Marvel. So, yeah, Marvel's like animation studios is allegedly like in hibernation. So, like, they're not producing on TV. anything. Yeah, yeah, on TV. So, oh. my, my personal theory is that they're going to wait to see like, Maybe not wait, but they're going to be in talks with like Marvel Studios, see like maybe what their plans are for upcoming like films, and make shows based around that, mm-hmm. and maybe like read the room what's popular. But uh, I mean, those last two Spider Man shows, like that wasn't it, Chief. Like, just, just get uh, Greg Wiseman and be like, hey, make a new one. <laughs> We're sorry for canceling your old one. Just get like people that aren't part of Marvel to make a show for Marvel. Well. I mean, there's so many Spider-Man cartoons. I just, I say just give one of the Spider-Verse characters a spinoff. Oh yeah, no, that's an that's an easy spinoff. The yeah. reason why the recent Spider-Man cartoons haven't been so good is because we're going back to Peter Parker, going through the same story beats, same kind of villains, and they're not changing much up besides some of the storylines they cover every once in a while. So I feel like at least having like a Miles Morales show, any any character uh, that you have here could be a good option. And also, that was another refreshing thing about the movie, is that uh, we have, like, a fully adult Spider-Man as one of the main characters. He's not a teenager or, like, a young adult. Yeah, he's fat and depressed. Oh. (laughs) It felt really really real, though. Like, that's what could happen. Yeah. (laughs) Like like I said, he was the audience. No. (laughs) He pulled a John Cena, didn't want kids, lost his girl. Spider-Daddy was the best daddy. Leave Peter B. Parker alone. He's trying his gosh dang best. Yeah, yeah I like how they differentiate Is that. He? Like, it's Peter Parker than Peter B. Parker. <laughs> <laughs> I love when I get, like, a whole divorce, but then he shows up with flowers, and she's like, oh, okay. Like, um, that was, like, Venom. Just like Venom. John Cena. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> exactly. So, anything else to say about Spider-Man? Because I feel like... Spider-Man is at the level that Batman was around 2008, where he had both Dark Knight and Arkham Asylum come out. Yeah. Let's talk about Arkham Asylum. Fuck Spider-Man. Before we we go off Spider-Man topic, I like what they did with Miles, especially, that he didn't want to be Spider-Man. Like, he was in such denial about it, and I do love that sequence where uh, 
uh, he's reading the comic, and Peter literally went to everything he just said. But um, and both Peters were like, well, "You don't have a choice, buddy. Like, you got to be Spider-Man. Got to do it." That was something interesting. Um, that the fact that Miles is black isn't part of his character, not like the only character trait of his character, which I was reading comments for like the teaser trailer just a couple of days ago. And that's what people were like confused about. Like, why is there a black Spider-Man? But they, they really just explained it all. And Miles just made Miles his own separate character, which I think that's also been like a criticism <coughs> of the character in like the comics. Well, he's not Spider-Man. He's his own character essentially. Yeah, so yeah. That's why it works. That's mm. literally what Nick just said. Yes. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm, I'm like that guy in the sci-fi movies that simplifies the techno babble, you know? God. And also in he's Spider-Man. Yes. <laughs> that is my favorite joke from Johnny Test. They repeat it every episode. Oh. I'm glad they didn't do that in this movie. They could have so easily done that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad like, Penny Parker wasn't like, I, I whip in the metadata of the nano chip and I restored it to its original form. In English, please. I fixed it. Like, that's also we... thing I want to touch on. Every time... This movie had so many times I thought they were going to make an easy joke, and they didn't. Just like when Miles was trying to go invisible or uh, use his lightning powers, I thought, oh, they're going to put in a fart joke. They didn't. Or um, Oh, same. I was, that, like, expecting that. Yeah, or, like, uh, after uh, the Prowler dies and everyone's uh, comforting Miles, and they're telling about the people they lost. Like, Spider-Ham's the last one to speak, and I'm like, okay, like, he probably lost something silly, like a piece of bacon or something. But no, he's just like, we can't save everyone. The, like it's it doesn't dumb itself down for the sake of appealing to kids yeah it, it, it knows it's tone. yeah they know that kids can handle this kind of story which i really respect because i i just hate when films dumb down like their their comedy or their tone just for the sake of oh it's a kids movie we need these jokes like none of these jokes in the movie felt like a, a quote-unquote kids movie joke like the stereotypical joke you would find in an illumination blue sky film <laughs> I mean, part of the thing of comedy in any medium is you're supposed to use it to kind of break the tension. Yeah. But also sometimes, like especially in Marvel movies, it causes a lot of the tone to feel flat because they keep going back and forth. Mm -hmm. But in this film, they actually let you feel those emotions instead of just breaking it up with comedy. Mm -hmm. That isn't to say, though, that there weren't moments where it did happen. It did happen at times, but when they want you to feel an emotion, they really let you feel it. Yeah. They even kind of called that out a bit uh, with the joke with Spider-Ham being, you have a problem with cartoons. Thank you, Spider-Ham, for being the best. I love you. Thank you for saying the things no one dared to say. Thank you for sticking up for the most suppressed group of all. Yeah, so is that all for Spider-Man Spider into the Spider-Verse? Um, is it? I don't know. This video is pretty long already. So, well, it's a podcast, so whatevs. Yeah. I mean, you have to pantomime to it, so... Oh, well, I'm going to overlay footage of, like, the Spider-Man PS1 game, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but I, I, like, honestly, I do think the sequel, like, go all out on which Spider-Man they bring. Like, bring in some Spider-Man from, like, have the PS1 polygon model. In the, oh, please, as a character. yes. Uh, have, I, I, I want Josh Keaton as spectacular Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Didn't, uh, I think there was a game, uh, spider-man into the spider-verse no i mean no wait yeah, spider-man shattered dimensions shattered dimensions didn't they have like different voice actors who played different spider-mans before like neil patrick harris and the now i believe so yeah i was gonna I ask like is that related to this movie at all like it's like well, similar spider-man has done Sp spider-verse stories before like in the 90s cartoon oh, okay yeah mm -hmm. 
That's cool, I can't man. believe we gotta wait for Donald Glover to go bald before we see Miles Morales in the MCU. So is that all? Because <laughs> I'm hungry and I want wings. Go get your wings, pizza boy. Go get, yeah, go get your wings. Thank y'all for listening. I just want to say I feel this movie will be regarded as a classic in the same way, like up there with Iron Giant and uh, Incredibles One and not Incredibles Two. <laughs> I might be singing for Scotty. I might be seeing it for a third time on Tuesday, so I'm excited oh, to see what other details I catch. The first time I saw it like in regular 2D, the second time was in uh, Dolby. But Nick, how was it in 3D? Because I, I was thinking it might be better in 3D. Oh yeah, you were going to talk about that, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me let me get to that. Um, because I haven't seen it in 2D yet, I don't have the best kind of comparison. But if anyone ever noticed that the 3D looked off, like there was any jittering with uh, any of the animation, which that one idiot on Rotten Tomatoes thought there was. Um, there, I didn't, I didn't, I got used to the animation really quickly. And aside some, from probably some like intentional uh, background blurring, it all looked good. Um, like I said, I haven't seen many 3D movies, but I had no problems with this one. It might've been, I couldn't tell if it was like too little or too much, but it just looked fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And if anyone's worried about like the jittery animations, like for 95% of it, you won't notice it at all, assuming it yeah. is there. Because I don't I don't even know if it was there. Yeah. The only time I noticed it was right in the beginning. Yeah, and that's yeah, it. Yeah. And the sound was off in the beginning, too, I think. Did anybody else hear that? Like with the beginning Peter Parker narration where it sounded kind of muffled? Like, no, like uh, maybe it was fine for me. Maybe, maybe, a maybe my bit. theater accidentally fucked up their speakers and they fixed it midway through because it was just like. This sounds really bad, like quality wise. Hey, Peter Parker, I'm gonna pick up Petty Parker from school. Stop talking about your weird. Fetishes. Oh God, go eat, go eat, and fuck off. All right. I can't believe Peter, Peter Parker would do that. Anyway, thank you guys for uh, listening to this this little doodly do. Since Pan is leaving us and going oh. somewhere, I don't know where, but he'll he'll have fun. All right, bye, gamers. Yeah. So, well, bye, every ponies. Bye. I'm Pan. Who are you? See ya. yourself all out. What, what's your guys' names? Uh, I'm Jim. My name is Tom. Hi. I'm Richard. I'm Osher Fox. You can find us on the round table. And who's who's the last person? Oh, um, I'm Nintendo. I do a podcast with no one on my channel. We talk about Sonic. Oh, so uh, go check oh. that out. And you? Oh, and I'm Nesca. Nesca, bye, everyone. <laughs> bye, everyone. Gonna get his, Pan's gonna get his tendies. Bye. Let's go save the world. In the end, that's all it is. A leap of faith. Into the Spider-Verse in theaters December 14th.